Lots of free agents have signed with new teams, and we're now even starting to see some trades. When will the dust settle in the right way for the White Sox to start getting busy? And if the AL Central behaved in a different manner, would the Chicago White Sox be more aggressive? Guaranteed rate field will soon have more options to forget the game, and Nelson Cruz to the White Sox was definitely a thing that was talked about last week. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Nelson Cruz uh, would be a very Kenny Williams type of signing. A guaranteed rate field will be looking different inside and out. And the rest of the league is not waiting on the White Sox. But the Sox are definitely playing the waiting game. Uh, just a little bit of uh, some housekeeping stuff here. I had mentioned it in the previous episode, but just a reminder uh, there is no uh, podcast this Friday, December 16th, unless uh, there is a major move made by the White Sox that would require, of course, an emergency uh, podcast. And starting next week, Monday, December 19th, uh, Lockdown White Sox will enter the off-season schedule and shift to three episodes a week instead of five. But again, uh, if there is some major news on the White Sox front, uh, the episode number can always be modified. And boy, I hope there is some news. Uh, we've got some trades going on uh, in Major League Baseball. Big one that happened uh, on Monday. Sean Murphy, he is headed to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Milwaukee was involved in this. It was a three-team uh, trade. Uh, if you remember way back uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, talked to the host of Lockdown Oakland A's. Uh, the Sox seem to be kicking the tires on Sean Murphy. What would that look like? And uh, there we have it. Uh, Atlanta Braves got their guy. Last week we saw Milwaukee Brewers involved again in another situation, but this was more of a direct trade uh, with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Colton Wong left uh, the Brewers, uh, went to Seattle, Two guys that I thought uh, the Sox might be interested in uh, needs that uh, they definitely they they have more more of a need at second base for sure. The catcher thing is a was a little interesting, but both both names are are obviously gone. Uh, why were the White Sox even interested in Sean Murphy? I think there were a lot of raised eyebrows when that first came about a few weeks ago. And, and that is really telling. If there, if there was some truth to that, that the Chicago White Sox were checking in 
on Sean Murphy, uh, which would be a huge upgrade at the catcher position. And, and the Sox, they've got to make some decisions uh, soon because I think there is a real there's a realization uh, there should be. Uh, in this organization that Yasmani Grandal just cannot be a reliable catcher moving forward in, in 2023. I mean, uh, Grandal's trying to get himself right. He, he's staying in Chicago in the offseason. Uh, there's some great articles that have been written about what he has been doing. He's saying all the right things. And I, and I hope he can return uh, to accustomed levels. I mean, there's a lot of players that I hope can return to accustomed levels. Him being one, not only uh, with his bat, but obviously get back and play some consistent, you know, defense behind home plate. And and I know that uh, the power comes with the strength of his legs, and it's a big, you know, cyclical thing. We just need him to get healthy. But the fact that the Sox were, if they were serious uh, about Sean Murphy, that leaves some major doubts in the front office uh, mind of, of Yasmani Grandal. So, you know, if, if Sean Murphy was to be obtained by the White Sox or the Sox get another catcher uh, in this offseason where trades are going to be happening, according to Han, then you're looking at, you know, maybe Aloy and Yaz, you know, splitting some time in the DH role. Uh, this was uh, from a recent Scott Merkin article. Uh, here's Rick Hahn uh, commenting again on the trading game. This is Han here. Uh, as we talked about from the start and back at the GM meetings, if it was going to be more of a trade path, uh, which was my instinct, some of the free agent things were going to have to resolve themselves before the trade opportunities really presented themselves. Will remain patient and diligent. Uh, end quote there. Uh, here's Merkin again from that article. There's certainly an abundance of talent already on this team. The same basic group that won 93 games in the American League Central title in 2021. Uh, but as it sits now, Chicago is counting on around eight or nine combinations of injury turnarounds, underperformance rebounds, or young players taking the next step uh, from 2022 to succeed in 2023. It's a tall order for even the best of teams. Uh, for Han and company to make changes, those changes probably uh, will come via trade, as Han mentioned, uh, but wait until at least the start of spring training to pass full judgment, uh, Scott Merkin wrote. At that point, displeasure would almost be expected if things don't look a little different. And I know it's still early. We're still in December, but you are seeing uh, some real urgency from uh, MLB teams all over the place. And we're going to talk about something that happened in the AL Central on Monday uh, that will affect, I think, the White Sox a little bit. You know, there are a lot of major names that are off the board already. So when uh, will the dust settle? Uh, my question really is, would things be different if Cleveland and Minnesota were more aggressive? Because, you know, the, the White Sox, they're in a weak division. AL Central has been deemed a weak division. And maybe, you know, one of the many different reasons of why the Sox are not active, maybe it's simply because, hey, the, the Central is weak. That's our justification to sit back and wait. If Cleveland behaved like the Mets, would Reinsdorf try to mimic 
Uh, what Middleton is doing in Philadelphia? Probably not, but it's just my way of trying to somehow still rationalize uh, the lack uh, of action from the White Sox. Here are some uh, notable names still left. You've got Carlos Rodon. Boy, where is he going to go? And is he going to get the years that he wants on that contract? What, six or seven years he wanted? Uh, Carlos Correa, it seems like, you know, the Chicago Cubs really need to get themselves a, a, a shortstop. Could it be Correa? Could it be Dansby Swanson, who's still out there? Uh, Michael Conforto, a lot of articles have been written uh, with predictions that, you know, maybe the White Sox are a landing spot for Conforto. Uh, Nathan uh, Evaldi, he's out there still. Andrew Benatendi, another name that, um, I don't know, maybe in the outfield, could you look at uh, trying to bring Benatendi in? And then, of course, Joey Gallo. We talked about Joey Gallo on a recent Lockdown Sox episode. Uh, Trey Mancini's out there. J.D. Martinez. Uh, Taylor Rogers, a lefty bullpen arm. Maybe that's one of the dominoes that need to drop uh, before uh, that potential Liam Hendricks trade situation could be reimagined by Han and the front office. So how are the White Sox doing so far uh, this offseason? Jim Bowden of The Athletic gave out some offseason grades recently. And to no one's surprise, uh, he gave the Chicago White Sox a D. Uh, free agents, right-hand pitcher Mike Clevenger, one year, $12 million. Uh, This is what Bowden had to write. The White Sox entered the offseason looking to upgrade their outfield with a left-handed hitter, improve at second base, and add a starting pitcher. So far, they've only accomplished the latter uh, by signing Mike Clevenger. But it felt like an overpay for a pitcher who has yet to regain his pre-Tommy John surgery form. Uh, Clevenger was inconsistent last season for San Diego with velocity and command issues that would come and go from appearance to appearance. I thought he'd get a contract with a lower base salary and performance incentives. Uh, the best part of Chicago's offseason was the hiring of manager Pedro Grafol, uh, who was an excellent uh, choice. Uh, so uh, Bowden's grades uh, for the rest of the AL Central, the Guardians, uh, he has given them a B, uh, Detroit C minus, Royals C, uh, and he had given the Minnesota Twins a D plus, but this was before the Christian Vasquez deal that went through uh, Monday afternoon. So you got to think that letter grade is reimagined and the Sox coming in last place right now. So far, it's early. Sox need to start getting busy, though. Uh, White Sox might bounce back in 2023, but if they don't, there could be a few new places to drink your memories away. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe at Lockdown White Sox. We believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. Uh, this season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown White Sox listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you 
only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on this award-winning security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Okay, uh, there there is a lot of construction happening around a guaranteed rate field. If you haven't been by the stadium in a while, and I don't blame you. Uh, Lot B is completely under construction. We're going to talk about the uh, goings-on there in a little bit. And it was under construction most of the offseason last year as well, always doing little, you know, improvements uh, here and there to some of the parking stuff going on. Uh, But there's there's some stuff that's supposed to be happening inside the stadium. I don't know if you saw this article uh, it came out uh, late November, November 29th. Uh, David Struitt uh, had the article from the Chicago Sun-Times about what is going on with Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, the Chicago White Sox plan to add a new outdoor bar at Guaranteed Rate Field according to a building permit issued by the city. The permit calls for construction at two existing 500-level locations at Guaranteed Rate Field for a new outdoor bar with premium seating skybox. Uh, The team did not share more information. A spokesperson said in a statement, ballpark projects are underway, but details, including any renderings, will be announced closer to the start of the season. Uh, The renovation requires demolishing eight rows of seats and rearranging entrance and exit stairs, according to the permit issued November 18th. It's unclear exactly where the bar will be on the 500 level. The estimated cost of the construction is $284,000. The last major renovation at the field was to add a premium seating section in right field of the Goose Island in 2019. Remember that? The area was renamed Miller Light Landing earlier this year. In 2016, the team installed three HD video boards. The Illinois Sports Facilities Authority, they own the stadium, not Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, which manages renovations at the ballpark, uh, referred questions to the Sox. Not the first time that there have been upper deck uh, rows taken out. If you uh, remember way back, boy, right after the White Sox sold the naming rights, it went from Comiskey Park to U.S. Cellular Field, uh, 2003, the Sox were going to be hosting the All-Star Game that summer in 2003, and there was a lot of work done. Several rows were trimmed off. Uh, the upper deck, uh, you know, we, we started to see that transition from blue seats to the forest green. Uh, they started to spray uh, all that wrought iron matte black and, and they changed it. They There were so many improvements that have been made since that ballpark opened up uh, in 1991. I mean, if you weren't around to see that stadium, find pictures. I mean, the upper deck was really scary. And what a difference going from old Comiskey Park 
to what was dubbed New Comiskey Park. Such a difference. I mean, optics, just visual. Uh, and how it looks now, I, I really like it. I, I, guaranteed rate field holds up to other ballparks. It really does. However, you know, the sight lines, like what you're seeing, if you sit behind home plate, uh, you're not seeing the beautiful the cityscape, the skyline that other ballparks have. It's not in, you know, close proximity to bars and restaurants and hotels and all that stuff. That is a huge draw for these other ballparks that are being built. I have been to over 20 different ballparks. And, you know, the one thing that I would say that still separates uh, Sox Park from a lot of different stadiums is the tailgating aspect. And, And folks comment on that when they come to see a Sox game if they're out of town. A lot of these stadiums that are built in the middle of a city, they remove that aspect. You're looking at parking garages or you have to taxi in or take public transportation. So I don't know if you want to give up the tailgating aspect. We can go into a whole thing later on what should happen, where should a new stadium go. But uh, right now it's at 35th and Shields. It's going to stay there for a while. Uh, There is a lot of construction happening in Lot B. It's been going on uh, since really the season ended. Um, and I haven't gotten a clear answer of what's going on, if they're going to improve maybe entrance into the stadium, which they desperately need to. Uh, but I was talking with someone at the Chicago Sports Depot. I had gone in there uh, shortly after Thanksgiving, and I was just picking uh, their brain a little bit. They did not have a lot of information. However, they did say a strong rumor that's going around is that the original home plate, the old Comiskey home plate that uh, you've you've walked past it hundreds of times. It's going to get what this employee said. It's going to get a moment uh, somehow, some way. Old uh, Comiskey Park home plate will be there. Be a memorial, maybe a little brick wall, something that protects it from you know any other things that could go on. Give it a little bit more respect, which I think is great. I know a lot of fans think that that should have happened a long time ago. So that would be interesting to see if they do build some kind of like little memorial around old Comiskey Park, uh, old home plate, I should say. So uh, TBD on all of that. Nelson Cruz would love to play for the Chicago White Sox. I'm going to tell you why his passion hopefully stayed there in San Diego. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, uh, where the game starts. I did not give this article much attention at all, but it was a thing that happened uh, last week in San Diego. The whole Nelson Cruz to the Chicago White Sox stuff, which was a thing several off-seasons ago. Uh, Chuck Garfine had an article for NBC Sports Chicago last week about Nelson Cruz and his interest in coming to the Chicago White Sox to play actual uh, baseball. Uh, I would love for pl- to play for them, said the 42-year-old free agent Nelson Cruz about the White Sox. Hopefully I can play one or two more years. I want to stay in baseball. I love the game. Uh, you got some power with the White Sox? He asked, 
Take me there was Cruz's response. Uh, I was talking to a few scouts and my agent yesterday, and I believe I'd be a good fit, Cruz said about the White Sox. I cannot sign myself. Uh, They have to come and tell me. Hopefully that can work. Wow. Uh, Chuck Garfine reported that uh, Cruz was invited to the winter meetings to speak with the media about being the general manager of the Dominican Republic's national team in the 2023 World Baseball Classic. Uh, White Sox players Aloy Jimenez and Ronaldo Lopez are both on the 50-man roster. Uh, asked Wednesday about the possibility of adding a veteran uh, offensive uh, presence, not specifically Cruz, but of his ilk, according to Chuck Garfine, White Sox general manager Rick Hahn seemed to favor taking a younger route. Uh, we're looking for good ball players, guys who can take us to the next level. Uh, we have a couple areas of need. And yes, makeup, clubhouse fit, leadership are all part of the evaluation of any addition. But uh, if there's a fantastic young player we're able to acquire via trade, that's probably going to carry the day over a short-term rental of a veteran. So maybe no repeats of Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, After hitting 32 home runs uh, with 86 RBIs uh, in 2021 with the Twins and Rays, uh, Cruz's numbers took a sharp decline last season, finishing with only 10 home runs. He'd fit in perfectly with the White Sox uh, in 124 games with the Nationals. Uh, this would be a joke of a signing. However, Nelson Cruz would definitely fit into the theme of hoping players return to accustomed levels. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Nick underscore GGTB. And you can also check out the YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Thanks for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to look at off-season scenarios for the Chicago White Sox as the Pedro Grafol era moves full steam ahead, and we wait for the dust to settle. I really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!